This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 434. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we conclude our look at the very first season. The very first season of Chucky. On this episode we will be looking at episodes number 7 and 8. And joining me after the first break is my good buddy Andy Blockley. Before we get to that, let's catch up with where we are under the stairs. You're getting two episodes from this feed this week. This is your first episode. The second one drops on Sunday and it's an Arrow video assortment. On the Teapots Collective, this week you're getting Doing the Nasty at the end of the week. And you are getting Where to Begin With and that's dropping tomorrow. So yeah, plenty of content coming your way. With all that out of the way, let's uh, conclude this very short intro and get into it, shall we? So I'm going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're then going to hear the teaser trailer for episode number 7 of Chucky when I return myself and Andy Blockley getting down and dirty right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to... The Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, LegionPodcasts.com. The Psychosemantic Podcast. Hey. What the hell, kid? What are you doing with that? The doll. Fucking Jersey, man. Man, look, I I need that doll. Listen, I don't give a shit what you need, okay? Someone paid for this doll, and I'm kind of late delivering it, which is going to piss my boss off. I'll pay- and welcome back, ladies and gents. So, this is the final episode of our season one coverage of Chucky, the TV show, produced uh, for the Sci-Fi TV Network. Um, and yeah, if you've been following this through... Uh, in the previous three episodes we've recorded, we're doing two at a time. So this will be covering episodes seven, which is the penultimate episode of the series, and episode eight as well, closing out season one. Now, in the interim, they did do a season two and uh, have announced a season three. So we will be at this until the end of time. Uh, when I say we, I mean myself and my uh, reoccurring co-host for this particular run is of course my good buddy andy blockley how's it going andy oh god it's three <laughs> three seasons now this was your idea so <laughs> i know i know it was yeah oh, i'm good mate anyway um how are you yeah i'm, I'm excited good. to get to get this wrapped up well you sent a message last night um while i was in the middle of watching dread uh, with the wee one, and um, he sent a message saying like that, oh my god, <laughs> this kid's acting. Um, 
And I was like, I haven't even, like, done it yet. So, like, I, like, I genuinely have not looked at anything, haven't done it. And you were like, oh, well, wait till you get to it. And I was like, it can't, he's already terrible. He can't get much worse. And turns out there is a level below what I thought we knew. <laughs> yeah, there is a level below when he tries a slightly different aspect to his very limited range. Yeah, they killed um, one of my favourite elements in, in this, actually. A character who started to become like a really interesting character. They got rid of him and I was like, take Jake. Take Jake instead. Um, like Junior Just became like a really interesting evil little shit in this. Um, yeah. And he Which kind his... of, he kind of thought that was going to happen, like from the beginning, and then but it they kind were of setting up, weren't they? I, I get yeah. the feeling, obviously, not having seen season two, it'd be very easy to pin the blame on him because the police were yeah. already kind of investigating him. A yeah, definitely. Bit. No, you're um, right. Yeah, that's probably what they're doing with that. But at the same time, I was kind of like, if you wanted to like expand things forward. He's like, he was like a much more, like, he had more range. Like, see when he did the kind of evil smile, I was like, oh, I believe you're evil. Mm. See when Jake does anything, he just looks oh. confused. <laughs> like, he's, like... got, he's got one facial expression. <laughs> and it and it's almost like he's got Tourette's and he's trying to fight, like, fight a word back. <laughs> you know, like, he's almost like he's having an internal fight with his own brain. And the facial expression is kind of going, can't yeah. die, but... It's so bad. Like, I just hope he has fucking acting lessons before season two starts. Well, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not holding out hope. I mean, it got renewed, so I'm now wondering if it got renewed. Does that, is that like a tick for? I was doing a good job. Well, it must be, mustn't it? And they've got, and he, and he might have thought to himself, "Oh, when maybe I should get some acting lessons." And then they went, "Oh, are you up for season two? And then, yeah. "Oh no, no I, just... I don't need them. I've saved my money." So I know. Please have. <laughs> Please have some. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's a weird anchor point for the season overall. But we're going to get to like we were having a conversation, kind of off air, where I I, I kind of came to a conclusion at the end of this first season that I'm not entirely sure what the purpose is, and but we'll talk about it a little bit more when we rimmed out on the on the final episode. Um, so we're going to talk about episode number seven. This is called Twice the Grieving, Double the Loss. It aired on Christmas Eve. 2021 it's directed by Samir Rahim um, usual folks are all involved here right across the board um, of course the inclusion here now of uh, Alex Vincent as Andy Barclay so we have um, that to look into and uh, Christine Elise who plays Kyle um, kind of almost really did kind of feel like there's a what was the point of that character as well but once again get to that uh, synopsis is as, has, as Hackensack reels from Chucky's relentless but secret it, uh, reign of terror, the mayor tries to allay fears by cluelessly arresting an innocent suspect. Meanwhile, the kids desperately try to figure out Chucky's mysterious endgame before it's too late. Um, we're going to jump around here a lot because it's, it's surprisingly linear, but it is throwing a couple of curveballs in here in terms of expanding out the mythology some of yeah. which i think worked okay some of which kind of felt a bit clumsy um i suppose the the, the biggest degree of clumsiness here is the the introduction of the tiffany character 
or the in the case of this one not Tiffany because she is the <laughs> she is like the Jennifer Tilly Tiffany version which is of, it though I which don't is know. it I don't know what this are we doing because me and it confused me more and more as I was watching this that I don't know whether or not she's actually supposed to be like in the real world Jennifer Tilly exists as an actress and the meta thing is that Tiff's managed to occupy her as well as a doll I only thought Chucky could do that so because if Tiffin if, if Jennifer Tilly exists to the point where she's making reference to films that she's made like yep. Bound yes then Bride of Chucky exists why don't you all just go and watch that and you can fucking see what's going on like yeah I don't know I don't know what we're doing because so, because the Chucky version like of Nika the yep. Chucky Nika combo is calling a Tiff yep but she she's referring to herself as Jennifer Tilly yep I don't know what we're doing. Is there, I don't know. Is there two? Is there two separate versions that we did? Like that, that might become apparent in season two. Is there a Tiffany and a Jennifer Tilly? And if so, how the fuck have we got two identical humans? Like I understand multiple dolls. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's so confusing, um, and I kind of feel like it's one of the things that the, the like the show because it's not. I think because it's existed in a movie, they don't feel they need to explain it. And that's well, the... I wish they would. Because yeah, they I, I would. Know what's going on? Because <laughs> they keep doing the flashback. They've done it again. Yeah. Right. This is the second time we've seen the flashback of Jennifer Tilly with green eyes. Yes. Neither the Tiffany or the Jennifer Tilly, if there is two of them, neither of them have got green eyes. Yep. So why do you keep showing me that? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why you're showing me that. <laughs> oh my god, I can't stand it. I'm gonna die. <laughs> it's it's just really weird and like, but she shows up and she has an interaction at the funeral with Logan, um, who is Junior's dad um, yeah. or Jake's uncle, and they have an altercation. But then this is never explained even though the show tries to explain it three times with a setup of how do you yeah. know my dad and she's just and like well, and, and why too much. and why didn't why i don't understand why he just doesn't go sorry who are you i, I don't think we've met well, the, the assumption like, is that the he knows her yeah that's what i mean he reacts like he knows her but he obviously doesn't because of you know it's this whole thing of i think she's just gone there to stir shit to make it look like he was having an affair to turn junior a bit yes. more evil i think that's what we're kind of meant to be doing yeah but but when was this plan discussed? You know how does how does how does Jennifer Tilly slash Tiff know that? And that's I, don't know. I, I just got more and more like honestly, and I know there are people out there that are like it's just a chunky TV show, and I'd like I I understand what you're saying that maybe I'm 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 like scrutinising too much, but once again in a world where Don Mancini, as the creator of this TV show, was so against someone else taking like the 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 handle for this and making yeah. a remake that he was gonna he was gonna do his thing in the TV show. I just feel like and Mancini can write. That's the thing that confuses me. Um I just don't understand unless once again we're setting up things that will be future answered. Um but then that's also presumptive that they get a second season, which they obviously did get. It yeah. just, it feels, so th there's that aspect that didn't really necessarily work for me. There's also the, like, Andy and Kyle are going to be travelling together for the end game, and they appear to be working kind of very much in tandem, and then all of a sudden, 
Andy's going to go off and be a lone wolf for the final end game and just leave. Mm. And I, that doesn't make sense either. No. Like, you could have done that anytime. She's always been in danger. Every time they've come across a chuggy doll, she's been in danger. But this time, it's too much. Because by the look of it, they've been doing that for a while. And I think there's like a photo on mm. the inside of like his like sun visor in the car. Yeah. It looks like them two at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, are they together romantically? Are they just friends? Like, I don't know what's going on. I do love this idea that, you know, like, they're in the middle of hunting down all the Chucky dolls and all like that. Hawaii for a couple of weeks? Yeah. Well, you might um... as well. You need a rest. <laughs> Lie low for a while. But it's weird as well, like, having a picture of someone who you're in the car with constantly. Yeah, well... <laughs> Like normally, you have a picture of someone who you don't see very often to like remind you. Oh, <laughs> Every time you pull down the sun visor, you're like, oh, there's that person that's right beside me. Um... It's mental. But what, and again, that I don't know what the point of making the point of showing you him like, oh, look, like looking at that photo almost yeah. long, like. I don't, what are we doing there? Is it like, oh, I love this woman, I don't want her to be in danger? Like, but she's it's... always been in danger. Like, she was in danger at the previous house with the Chucky doll, like, had a scalp. She's always been in danger. Plus, like, Andy doesn't know what the end game is here. No. They, they, like, at this point, he understands that, like, Chucky has the ability to shatter his soul amongst... Well, apparently he knows a lot more than we knew. He knew that, like, if they could corrupt an innocent, he would be able to do it further out. Okay, so here we go. Right, so you're telling me... Here we go, Andy, let's do it. (laughs) Right back at... Right, so back in, like... Okay, so Charles Play 1's, like, 1988. Yeah. So I'm assuming, like, obviously he's maybe been learning, going to, you know, Dr. What's-his-name from the first film. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe for a couple of years, they've probably known each other for a while. He's teaching him voodoo. So you're telling me that there's some kind of like clause when he's teaching him all this like voodoo heart of Dambala stuff. Yeah. That if the eventuality crops up, that you ever get yourself transferred into a child's toy. Yeah. And you want to raise an army of those toys, then you'll need to get an innocent to kill for. I mean, that's so fucking specific. Well, this. Like, why? How does he know that that's the case? How does he know that if you want to raise an army of identical Chuckies, yeah, that you need to kill an innocent? Where does? He, where's that information coming from? I don't know. I'd like. I, it kind of almost feels like it's retconning. Is this why Chucky has always gravitated towards kids all the way through everything? I thought it was because he was a toy, <laughs> which would make well, sense. It's bit, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like, but like the like the yeah, insinuation it, it, here. Is that yeah. that's always been the plan. Chucky's plan all the way through this is not that he wants to become a child by like transferring his soul into their body, but because remember we done away with that. Remember there was that thing that when he when he would go into the doll that that would essentially start a ticking clock for him to be trapped yeah. in the doll. We've just fu- like that was the, well, no. We'll just put that to the side because that's too difficult to carry on through a franchise. So, so that now, doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and then all this exist. thing is what about like okay. So then it was you've got to transfer your doll into the first person you told your secret to. So yes. obviously it makes sense that he's telling kids because an adult would go, "This is a, there's a there's a doll this here. This is that's a alive. Doll. This is mental." <laughs> oh, yeah. Whereas like a child, you know, obviously. I still think a child would go. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how old the child would need to be to just accept that there's a doll that's actually alive and talking to them. Also, Chucky seems maybe... to be able to talk people into almost killing or killing 
really fucking fast. <laughs> just like, yeah. He was talking to Jake for like a like a couple of hours. Jake was almost ready. He was chatting to Lexi for a couple like, of hours. Is he what is he Lexi fucking was... Darren Darren Brown? <laughs> Darren Brown's he's gonna like he's gonna talk him he's gonna like trick him into doing a bank heist in yeah. the middle of the day. Like, Darren Brown's new special doing? is make a child kill. Um it's just it's once again it's there's a weird specificity about it that when you start to think about it, it all kind of unravels but this is his end game chucky has found out and somehow as a result of this andy has found out probably because he tortured the head um so much that chucky has found out that all he needs to do is get an innocent to Cor- you know, corrupted enough that they'll murder someone and as a result he can franchise himself into any doll that is a Chucky doll so um, I'm assuming if he does that all the dolls have got the same memories as him I but surely so. anything but then, that happens after the transfer they're not all going to have collective consciousness are they? I don't well this is, they? They, they clearly don't because when he's asking if any of them have questions I can't remember if that's in this episode or the next one when next he's asking like, does yeah. anyone have any questions like you get some silly questions about what the definition of a baby is yeah. and I'm like that well Chucky already appears to know what that is so everyone yeah. should know what that is so I, think I mean that's is, just comedy so, that, that scene was literally yeah. just a comedy effect I think, it was I think it's funny, a multiplicity but... thing um, I think the okay. more versions of Chucky there are, the more they're kind of slightly damaged. Because um, do you know what? Right, th- this this whole series just fucking rests itself on like just nicking stuff, like concepts from oh, other yeah. films, but yeah. it doesn't really explain why. Yeah. Like that whole thing of like how many times in a film have we seen where there's like two people that are together and the other one goes off and does a really fucking dangerous thing on their own. Yep. But they're just throwing that in because they think it's cool because like they've seen it in for no else, reason at all because for no fucking reason. Kyle ultimately does show up, and we're assuming uh, spoiler alert for the the end of this episode. We're assuming is dead. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know if she's in season two or not. Like, uh, if, if Devon managed to escape, God yeah. fuck knows how because that <laughs> house literally looks like fucking Hiroshima. <laughs> but she doesn't. And I know she's right in the path of it because she opens the door and stuff. But Devon was literally sat in the fucking living room. in the epicentre. Ground zero. <laughs> he was. So unless he's done like a fucking dark, end of the Dark Knight Rises, I just miraculously fucking disappears from the explosion zone. Like, we we clean shop like in these two episodes of characters who clearly only signed on for one season. <laughs> we're the, we're we're doing our due diligence here. So the the position that we're in just now is this is the the, the cl- it happens in every horror movie. It happens in every movie. This is the breaking up of the gang. The odds are stacked against them so much that they can no longer like be the tight unit that they were. So Devin's mum is dead so he's gonna get shipped off to his aunt um and we have like a really serious conversation between him and jake where he's like that and i'll probably end up in the foster care system um but i don't want to be in jersey anymore i want to be away from here uh you know i want to honestly it would be safer than some foster carers yeah i don't want to be somewhere the dollar be safer (laughs) dollar's not gonna rape you so (laughs) i want to be away from you uh lexi is in lockdown her parents are trying to repair the reputation of the town specifically her mum um, who has decided that the best way to do that is to do uh, a screening of 
Frankenstein, which mm. I'm all for Frankenstein. I love that movie, but the Me idea... Me too, but it's only just to set up what happens at the end of the final. It's like, 100% you know, only to set up that, uh, which once again is that we're just taking things from other movies. Um, yeah. But the, like, at what point does the mayor think that showing, unless Hackensack is like a hardcore horror town, like how mm. she thinks this is going to fundraise for this child's like adoptive agency like vast sums of money i don't know it's just um, a weird film to show when like there's just been about 15 murders in the town in the last week yeah. well, let's, let's show a horror movie let's all um, show you <laughs> we, no, so, i've chosen as the movie for us to sit and watch for this fundraiser american cycle because um, <laughs> i was thinking that might just like bring a bit of levity irreversible let's Irre- double bill <laughs> Everyone ready for some sallow? Um, it'll be fun. We'll raise some money. We'll get out yeah. there. Um, it's, it's a weird thing to do, but she's in repair mode. Her and her husband are kind of growing a little bit apart in this time. Um, meanwhile, little Caroline um, is really like just spilling the beans now. Chucky wanted me to kill my mum. Brilliant. She, like, Brilliant. She... <laughs> well, don't keep taking that kid up on stage. What are <laughs> you doing? <laughs> Leave her at home or just have a lot in the waiting in the wings. That kid's a fucking liability. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's a press secretary somewhere in the background go that, oh fuck. Like we're working late, guys. We've got to do damage control here. Have um, you ever seen any press conference ever with no. like a fucking six year old kid no. stood there? No. What are we doing? No, no. It would never never happen. Uh, the mayor doesn't bring the family up on stage. That like, just doesn't especially when one of the family members Lexi has been in the vicinity of at least three of these murders um, and taught by the because we talked about this the science teacher got arrested for no explicable reason um and then that Villa. just appeared. It, 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 no, Duncan, it was to fill 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the runtime. That's that's why we did that. Uh, but then it's never really like it just disappeared off the radar of the show until this episode where we brought it back. Um, I was like, oh yeah, she was arrested, but the murders murders have still happened. Oh, sorry, accidents, quote unquote, have still happened, yeah. but she's still locked in there, even though the cop that was murdered in the hospital could not have been murdered by her, and we're still not talking about it. Um, you know, the one that was like brutally, viciously stabbed with lots of hypodermic needles, and uh, like, we're still not talking about that. And no one seems no, interested. everyone seems to have just forgotten about that. Yeah, it just it seems to Don't be worry dropped. about it. Um, yeah. So, happened in a hospital, so it <laughs> might, might have just been an accident. That's what know. happens in hospitals. Um, but like, so on top of this, we mentioned it before. Uh, Jennifer Tilly shows up to um, the funeral of Junior's mum. Has a kind of intense moment with Logan. And it's then, this weird thing where is it like is she so like beguiling that he's just like in a trance and that's why he doesn't go <laughs> humana, sorry humana, who are humana. you? Uh, you know, it's yeah. like yeah all right she is attractive but looks good for her age and all that but she's not fucking to the point where like he's entranced by this fucking woman like getting out of the car it's just a weird thing again like we say does he is it, it looks like he knows her but yeah I, I, I definitely don't think he does. Yeah well let me put it this way like Jennifer Tilly is the sort of woman that would make me sort aside with flat earthers and that <laughs> and that like flat earthers don't believe gravity exists and neither does jennifer T- uh, tilly's titties 
Like those yeah. are like those are like they, they, those are against gravity. Those are fine. Yeah. Everything she wears, like I would never like you know how we wear like that eyes up here. I don't know if I could I could do that. Like like every time she's on screen, I'm just like boobs. Um, and I'm honest about that. I'm, I'll put my hand up. I am I am guilty of that, and she is aware of her effect on me. Um, it's well, just, you're gonna look, aren't you? <laughs> of course, you're gonna, they're right there, and they're like you could just bounce like something off them. Um, it's like she's got right said Fred under it. <laughs> so like there's a a hint here like you say of maybe logan's been having an affair this is chucky's chance to just like once again break character to a a child um who's just going to accept this and he starts like that's the thing as well right He does just accept it immediately. There's no. I don't even think we really get to see the scene of where he like presents himself to to um, mm-hmm. Junior. It's just like he turns up, and the next minute they're best buds, and it's like, is he not questioning why? <laughs> like I can kind of understand why the others have finally got to the bottom of it, and you go, oh fucking hell, yeah, there's this doll, and oh my god, like he's alive and he's got a serial killer, Charles Lee Ray, and you all kind of piece it together and you accept it and. But Junior doesn't. I don't think he's privy to any of the same information that them three no, are. They've kind not. of gone off. So he, he doesn't think it's weird. At least we get a proper reaction from the dad when he sees the fucking doll. Yeah. Almost like, what the fuck? How are you doing this? Like, make it stop. Yeah. But Junior just, yeah. All of a sudden, they're just fucking buddies. Well, the, the thing about this one is, Junior is the one that Chucky should have spoke to right at the start. Yeah. Saved and, a lot of time. Yeah, and like, because Junior is Swede, super fucking fast. Um, yeah. Like this is an easy assignment for Chucky, and that Junior like really does hate his life, does really does resent his dad. The only one that mm-hmm. he was close to was his mum, and it looks like his dad was having an affair, and maybe that's why his mum killed herself. Um, so th- this all sets up this actually maybe the best scene in this episode is yeah. like um, <laughs> Logan shows up, three sheets to the wind. Um, very much like his brother, which they, they mention in a really kind of dark scene here. He kind of goes upstairs to speak to his son. Uh, yeah. Junior has the Chucky doll. Chucky is basically in full Chucky voice, which once again, someone's going to have to explain to me how that works. Yeah, I thought that as well. Like, where's that? What is that like child baby voice? Where's that coming from? Yeah, like as, if there's a voice box in there, it's purely only programmed to save what you're <laughs> Once again, I don't want to just pass on this episode. Do you know what? It would sound more convincing if it was like Brad Dorif yeah. pretending to talk a bit ch- more like yes. soft and, and childlike, yeah. rather than a completely different voice actor doing yeah. those sections. It doesn't like, make sense. It doesn't it's ridiculous. Make sense. Um, but yeah, he's Chucky thought... Cam's good though. Chucky Cam's great. Chucky Cam, while he's getting fucking swung around, yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> well, the, like, Chucky starts laying in some home truths about you were a terrible dad, you know, you drove my mum to kill herself, yeah. uh, look at you, you've been on the sauce just like your brother. Um, I like, fill in, and I, I, like, eventually, um, Logan kind of snaps and kind of grabs Junior and says, listen, like the reason your mum is dead is because she's a quitter just like you and turns his back on his son who then apparently a Chucky doll can be used as a mace <laughs> like a medieval mace it's like, 
How what does how much does he weigh? Because if, if I started beating someone, says dad's face and with a chucky doll. I know. Is it all? I mean, I know them. They are metal. The heads are metal from Child's Play too. Yep. Still can't weigh a lot though. What? Of course not. Like kids have to lift them. In fact, like they, they, like he beats his dad to death in slow motion. We do get the comedic thing of Chucky, like going wee. Yeah, Chucky Cam, that is yeah. brilliant. And it's it is awesome. And like Logan has left us now. Um, for some reason, um, Andy just shows up. And not only does Andy just show up, but Junior just lets him into the house. And then Andy, in not a creepy, weird way at all. Uh, just starts going around putting his hands in bathtubs and like, like, like making like it's, 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 it's such it's a an weird awkward scene, scene. It's and it's a weird scene. like it's a, it's weird direction yeah. that the, like that Junior's character is giving. It's almost like he's trying to like seduce him. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, come like, come on in, honeypot. Like, um, it's really strange <laughs> how Andy's just following him around this house like, doesn't find it suspicious at all not suspicious at all that this kid just goes yeah yeah my, my, my dad isn't yeah, yeah. Come, come on in yeah it's oh, oh he's yeah. usually in this I, well he was here a second ago no he was usually in this room no he always leaves his phone in his bathrobe um, I was about to take a bath uh, <laughs> like so like ultimately like Chucky's disposed of the body down the the, the laundry chute and um, yeah like and Andy leaves, um, essentially, and managed to get rid of him, which, once again, seems weird. Like, Chucky could have set up a kill here. Uh, Chucky hides in the toilet, even though they're in a fucking mansion. And... I actually think we have got encroached on the next episode, by the way. Cause, have we? Uh, I, yeah, I kind of had him running it, because it literally just follows straight You're on. You're right, sorry. They do, they do, we'll, get, we'll get to that, because that like that was one of those things where I was like, huh. Um because, like yeah, we're, say, we're li- yeah, we're literally yeah. on that. That, that right, well, takes let's, it to well, the yeah, end let's, of let's, Let's Number talk seven. about the flashbacks in this episode. So once again, we get flashbacks of um, Charles Lee Ray and Tiff moving to Chicago and just continuing the pattern of death, this time with a pizza delivery boy. And it, yeah. it did get me wondering, is that just all they do? Is that the extent of their characters? Serial killers kill... like In general, serial killers kill their own demographic you know within a, their own demographic um they tend to kill the same sort of person because that's their mo um and they usually do it a similar way and in the case of this one the insinuation is they're a murderous couple but i just don't understand where they're like oh new house new me let's order a pizza and kill the guy that's delivering the pizza um talk about bringing the heat to you straight away fucking... like surely there's i i just i don't i i, I the the more I find out about Charles Lee Ray as a character, the more two-dimensional he com- becomes, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, it's like, it doesn't make any, like, it's 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 making, I know, obviously, I guess this is quite a, like, a goofy, like, light-hearted show, but it's making, like, two people murdering another human being. Yeah. Just like they're literally just, I don't know. like it's just out the wallpaper. Most, it's, it's yeah, so it kind of, and I know, I guess it's meant to show that, like, it is just such a casual thing for them to do that. But it's like, tonally, I do just think that's really weird. Like, considering some of the other, some of the other places we've gone in, like, some of the episodes are have been quite dark. 
it's I don't know. It's it, it, it's just silly for me yeah. for the sake of just it doesn't it doesn't do anything like you say for the characters instead of instead of developing the characters. I almost feel like we're fucking just regressing back. I to... would agree with that's exactly what I think it is. I think at no point do I feel like I understand like specifically this end game. At no point do I feel like I understand the end game. No, because we already know they're doing that. We already know they're killers. Yeah. So show me another flashback of them killing somebody else, and then somebody else. It's like, you know, we've done that. You're not, you're not progressing. We're just treading water now. Also, and I think episode like, seven is a full filler. Episode. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This Apart is, from like yeah. the final bit, which takes us to obviously the whole, you know, the whole game plan of Chucky, Chucky, Chucky trying to corrupt innocent, which kind of finally makes the rest of the series make sense a bit more. Mm-hmm fuck all happens in this episode but we'd said like, this like is. i i got so confused as to why chucky keeps trying to get a child to kill someone all yeah. the way through this and yeah like the reveal didn't actually feel worth it either no. um because it, it just felt like at what point did chucky learn that he had to do this and surely if he knew that surely that should have been the thrust of the tv uh, sorry, well, yes i'd rather have known that movies. Like that shouldn't have been a reveal. Yeah. The the audience should have been in that from in on that from day one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It's that is stupid that it's a like a big reveal because you what you've done is sat through six episodes going well this is stupid it doesn't make sense. Yep. Just to go oh no that's the reason he did it and it's not like a wow the whole the whole first (laughs) six episodes is brilliant then. Yeah. (laughs) I'll watch them again because now like watching them again adds a whole new dimension. No, it doesn't. You should have just told me that from day one, so at least I wouldn't have been like fucking getting annoyed by how badly written this fucking show is and doesn't make sense. Like odd choice, that thing. It's a very odd choice. That like the the flashbacks don't add anything. Like like we say. Also at this point, Charles Lee Ray must be the most prolific serial killer in American history. Like, just a lot of bodies at his hands. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and I, like it makes me wonder why the only one that's really done a podcast on him is Devin. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm assuming, like, <laughs> that we, we're done now with, like, any flashbacks pre-1988. I'm, I'm assuming, like, any anything to the child, like, the child thing's done. We were kind of working in chronological forward. order. Well, yeah, because they had this whole thing about showing like the, him meeting Eddie Caputo, like one of the kids in the thing was Eddie yeah. Caputo, and then we never hear about that again. Yeah, I, I think so, you're right. Well, there's only one more flashback in the entire first season. And like, it's I wonder a, if that will continue in season two. Cause I, I kind of hope it doesn't. Like, I, I'm the yeah, same as you. I, I would like to maybe more see some flashbacks in relation to... Because I know you've told me, and there's a bit of a spoiler out there, that Glenda's going to make an appearance... Um, yeah, in, in, in season two, I, I would like to think that the flashbacks are related to that character, of which we don't really have anything. Yeah, because um, we need to know what, what the hell's happening. Yeah, and that, and that to me, we could have some fun with that, and I, I would genuinely yeah. like be a bit more interested than some of the stopgap film we've got here, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, let's talk. Like, well, I want to get in and talk about <laughs> an affair to dismember, uh, which is mm-hmm. the final episode. Let's give a grade to this one. I'm with you on this one. I didn't like this one um i kind of felt like we were moving chess pieces around in a very slow fashion to get to what is the last episode which is longer as well the last episode's about an hour in length so i kind of feel like like make it 45 minutes and take some of that story and put it in this episode <laughs> why, why are you not yeah. doing that um, can we not split the difference yeah, why are we doing <laughs> And also One, a four. weird cliffhanger. The cliffhanger, like you mentioned, is Andy Barkley showing up at the door. 
like Andy Barkley, Ooh. a character that's only been in this season for an episode and a half. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I gave it a two. I, I didn't really like this episode. What about yourself? What did you give yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's a two for me. It's garbage. It's pure filler. Yeah. Like, nothing really fucking happens to propel anything forward. The flashbacks are pointless. All the stuff with, like... I mean, I guess I guess they're setting up the final episode, but not in an not in a particularly interesting way. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, I'm really fucking super interested to see the army of Chuckies. Yeah, brilliant. Like I'm like I, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the army of Chuckies in this final episode. But apart from that, nothing you've really set up. I give a fuck about. Yeah. So we've just wasted 40 minutes there. We could have just. You know, let's get this thing fucking moving now. Yeah, we could have just got into it. Like that's that's the frustrating thing. Let's let's just get let's just get this going. Um, which is what we're gonna do right now. Uh, we're gonna take a short break. You're gonna hear a clip, a teaser clip for the finale of season one of Chucky. And when we return, we'll be uh, we'll be giving it the once over right after this. Andy, I don't think we've had the pleasure. I'm Tiffany, the doll, not the person. It's complicated. You're not as cute as I thought you'd be. Just drive, if you know what's good for you. Welcome back, ladies and gents. So, let's do this. This is the finale of season one. This is an affair to dismember. Also showed on Christmas Eve 2021. This one is directed by Jeff Renfro. And, uh, yeah, it's all the usual suspects in this episode. Um, Synopsis for this one is... Scores old and new will be settled and the sparks will fly as Chucky's diabolical plan comes to fruition at a particularly dangerous and public venue. Um, right, so let's 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 carry into what we kind of set up in the previous review. Uh, the whole Andy Barkley thing that this show starts with is is weird, and um, ultimately all the things happen that we mentioned. He gets invited in, he goes through the house, uh, suspiciously looking for the doll, and junior's dad um it's all kind of set up that like you said there might be um peril for andy here which never happens and then the, the thing that like, my big takeaway from this one is chucky hides in the toilet right mm-hmm. any mansion which has like 60 rooms or something and <coughs> like chucky hides in the toilet well that yeah. which i mean he went into three rooms <laughs> why is he hiding yeah. in the fucking toilet? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, like, just because uh, just because I guess it's funny when he climbs out and he's all fucking covered in toilet he's, he's water. You wouldn't, he wouldn't check in there. Why am I thinking he needed to take why, a piss? Like, well, yeah, yeah, you know I mean? but he, I think he says something like, "I knew he wouldn't check in there. That kid's got some like problems." Yeah, but right. He doesn't pee in the toilet. He doesn't looking toilets much. Like, what do you mean? What? He did come into a bathroom and shove his hand in a bathtub, though. Yeah. So I wouldn't put on fucking rule it out, Chucky. <laughs> do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> a really dark thing where he's like that junior you ever seen another man pee um, <laughs> um so yeah andy like heads off and... that reminds me of airplane i watched airplane the other oh day. airplanes dark in places man and the scene where he's like have you ever seen a, a man naked I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> That's a weird thing for a sixty-year-old man to say to a fucking eight-year-old. I think, like, I think that's. Are they I riffing think... on a different film or something? No, like... I think that's the point. <laughs> right, think... it is meant I... to be peed in. Okay. I think there's a point where, like, the idea of just letting your kid with strangers in a cockpit, like, just wasn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. I find it weirdly ahead of its time. Well, um... that joke makes sense today. But it's like, oh, yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's that, Doesn't that, it? Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe they were just massively ahead of the time because, yeah, that is funny today because people, yeah, like you don't just let your fucking kids, yeah, just like go and, ha- go and hang out with this 60-year-old man. Nothing, <laughs> nothing could possibly go wrong. And I know we are now in, like we've gone, I think, too far the other way as a society where yeah. like everybody's just so fucking terrified and paranoid of anyone. Yeah. Like that, if like a if a fucking old man on a park talks to a child completely innocently, who mm. fucking Peter are we talking to my kid for? Yeah, like we've gone too far the other way. But yeah, I kind of thought fucking old man. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a very dark scene. Yeah. I, it, it makes me uncomfortably laugh every time I see it. Yeah. Um, but right, so anyway, yeah. So um, meanwhile, um, Jake is Jake's on his way out. Right, so like. And this was something we never covered from the previous episode. Jake, like, does a runner, uh, steals money from his uncle, and is about to get on a train, um, and he sees a man carrying a good guy doll, uh, manages to buy the good guy doll. Oh, how convenient. Yeah, it just so happens to Jesus. Um, And the, the whole thing on that previous episode came down to the doll itself appeared to not be animated by Chucky, um, will be in a scene that makes sense at the end of that second episode, uh, that previous episode, uh, so makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but no, <laughs> because like th- this transferring your soul into an army of Chucky's, yeah. does that occur into every single Chucky doll that ever that's existed? My, that's my theory. My theory is identical vessels are talked about. Yes, every so. every identical vessel apparently instantly gets animated with a Chucky, so they must have every good guy doll. Every vintage good guy doll, which by the way are all in their boxes. But you know, yeah, but you know, if they haven't got everyone, does that mean just like if there's a random one in China yes. somewhere, somewhere, a random one in New yes. Zealand? That's right. Yes, that's my understanding of this one because there was no mention okay. of proximity or anything. It's just no. that's that's what's happened. So yeah, so like anyway, like because the innocence corrupted, that doll eventually comes alive and is about to. I can't believe we missed this actually. Uh, is about to attack Jake and um, Lexi uh, who have kind of worked out where everything is happening and like, where Devin is etc because uh, Devin's been kidnapped um, and what you end up with is uh, a situation where uh, Kyle shows up kills the doll drugs the kids for their safety and is going to go off and help Alex in the final showdown and yeah. then we're gonna just gonna get a good old fashioned like a good old fashioned meeting of characters that we actually wish the entire season had been with, which is like yeah. Fiona Dourif, um 
we've got Tiff's there, you know, Jennifer Tilly and um, Brad Dourif obviously doing the voice. In between the two characters, so we have the kind of Nika um, occupied by Charles Lee Ray. Uh, we have the doll. We have Tiff and um, an army of Chuckies. And this is where the plans kind of listed out. And I don't know if this feel this feels overly satisfying to me like as a kind of this is where we're going and the reason behind that we talked about it at the start my big issue in this one as a season as a whole is as soon as i heard that i was like well there's no peril at all i don't know what the purpose is like i don't like like if i ever at any point now feel that chucky's ever actually in danger of being caught if ultimately he's everywhere now yeah yeah, Chucky never is. I mean, now we're at the, you know, we are literally, it's Jason Voorhees, it's Freddy, it's Freddy Krueger. Like, it's just, you know, they can come back because they're killed at the end. Like, he, I mean, I guess we know that anyway because he's like killed to the point where you can possibly ever bring him back at the end of, well, at least two of the films. Yeah. Still comes back. Like, so I guess it doesn't really matter that that's what they've done. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it's just weird, I don't really know it? where we're going to go in. I don't know. I can't imagine where we are going to go in season two, but is, is and even, especially a third season. How, how are we dragging this out for three seasons? Well, it's, it's even more. It's even more like you mentioned. It's like a Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger. But in those movies, at the end of the movie, he's dead, mm. right? And then they resurrect him in the next one. And this one, it's like. Oh, one's dead, but then in the next scene, there's, there's another Chucky doll. more. Yeah, yeah like, and that to me, that's where it loses me. If he died at the end of like the season, and then we brought him back at the beginning of the season two, that feels more in line. But it's just like, there's how many tiffs are there now? Looks like there's at least a minimum of two. There's multiple Chuckies. Um, and, and, and it's Chuck weird as well because you've got like the human iteration of Chucky yeah. hates Tiff. Yeah, but the doll one. She's like, oh, come to mama, yeah. tickling him and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh. I don't get it. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I thought, they then... meant to, I thought the Chuckies are meant to be the same person. They're not different personalities. Not like an evil one, a friendly one. Yeah. You know, it's not like <laughs> the fucking Citadel of Chuckies, is it? Where each one of them's got a slightly different fucking personality. It's so bizarre, dude. It really is. And I, once again, I just put this down to... They're either not explaining it well enough or... It's like sacrificing sense for comedy, um, which I'm fine with if the whole show did that, but it doesn't. Yeah, um, it doesn't. It just does it when it's convenient because the writers just fucking can't be bothered anymore. It's what? like I, I put a note here, like I still don't understand if yeah. it's meant to be Tiff or Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. And I don't think the writers know either. Yeah. And, I mean, I, once again, what this show has shown me is Fiona Dourif is fucking incredible. Yeah, like when MVP. she, yeah, when she is like doing the, you know, the the Charles, uh, the Chucky persona, like the face, the maniacal face, the, the 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 way she moves, like when she captures Devin, it's terrifying, <laughs> like 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 it's like right from a horror movie, and I yeah. love that, and obviously they lean up to like her end and the end of the next ep well, the end of this episode as to what happens to Nika is pretty fucking savage um mm -hmm. and i'm assuming they're gonna do something with that next season but yeah it, yeah it, 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 like it just reminded me once again we've said it before not nearly enough time 
on screen of Fiona Dourif and like so much time of Zachary Arthur, aka Jake Wheeler. Um, yeah, it's annoying as fuck. Did you know when she is on? Yeah, it's like it, like you said before, it's the wrong fucking ratio. It's not yeah. the ratio I want to be seeing. I mean, when there, I mean, there is some fucking brilliant dialogue between. Yeah like jennifer tilly and uh nika like you wouldn't believe the amount of tail i get like this yeah <laughs> and she goes dick too yeah and, 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 and like, like, there's like an awkward silence that just kind of goes across the room <laughs> yeah, really, um, so like that, that sort of stuff like yeah once again the you get like there's a, a, a Right, here's the plan, right? The plan is we've got 72 Chucky dolls. We're going to use them to be ferried out all over the USA uh, through mm. these charities, through this thing that the mayor's doing. Um, they're all got Chucky inhabiting them. Um, and then there's going to be Chucky's everywhere. And like, there's a murder spree across America. Once again, I'm not entirely sure for what benefit to Chucky. Um, it's kind of not how serial killers think, but that's fine. Um mm. So, like, this is his ultimate evil plan. And Tiff is kind of going with him to set it up, but at the same time is also going to betray... Like, to me, if she's wanting rid of Chucky, you just get rid of Chucky. Like, don't help him with his plan. Mm. But, like, no, no, no. She kills the doll that's in there so she can kidnap um, Nika because she really loves Nika. Um, So she injects her. Junior um, is kind of part of the gang here and i mentioned this um like in the previous review Uh, i think like the junior character became interestingly interesting as soon as uh, or instantly interesting um as soon as he kind of joined the gang yeah like there was a like a confidence about the actor the way he was moving like all the rest where i was like that this is cool and you know if if and i'm i'm not saying that he could handle things but if like we wanted to transfer chucky into junior and follow junior grow up as a serial killer that Mm. would work for me right i don't think he's as good but that would work for me i could i could follow that tv show because at least there's a hook there's an anchor there um and it would link back into the movies like we're gonna kill this kid off in this episode because like like Tio Briones um as the actor clearly knew what he was in and wanted out. Um let, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's let's get to the frustrating part here. Um so all the dolls are away and the kids are the, the kids are knocked out because they've been date raped. Um and yeah. then Andy shows up and Andy shows up just as Chucky's mangled head is lying on the ground, and uh, he's going to try and interrogate Chucky to find out what his plan is. When it sounds like Andy already knew what the plan was, so seems to. I don't know what's going on there either. Maybe details yeah. about where is the truck going, how you're going to do these things, um, and he's going to rescue Devin. But at the same time, this is where Kyle shows up. It triggers off the bomb, um, which. Andy will ultimately survive, uh, Devin will survive, and no one knows about Kyle. Like you said, when that bomb went off, I mean, it was a mushroom cloud. <laughs> yeah, well, the entire, the entire. Obviously, we get an aerial, terribly bad CGI aerial yeah. shot that doesn't seem to affect any of the surrounding houses, which is a miracle. But it's a miracle. That house is fucking leveled. Yeah, and anyone that was anywhere near it, you'd imagine, but no. 
Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, we have a press conference where the mayor is getting everyone ready to go and see Frankenstein, and here's Jennifer Tilly um, as Jennifer Tilly, who shows up, who creepily has seventy-two vintage good guy dolls for no reason at all. It's never Why explained. Why seventy-two? Well, it's never explained that she was. And that's the number of virgins you get well, <laughs> if you do a suicide attack. Maybe that's what they're doing the tie-in with the bomb and all that. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. But it's never like like famed like actress and good guy doll collector Jennifer Tilly shows up here to bequeath her entire collection of good guy dolls to orphans. I don't get it. Once again, it's I, I, you just have to kind of just have to yeah, because she's yeah, because she's Jennifer Tilly in that scene. She's Jennifer Not got Tilly. The green eyes though that they keep showing yeah, us. So, <laughs> so oh, the, the the people go into the cinema. Um, she gives a Chucky doll to the child who has been saying to her mum all the way through, Chucky has told me to kill you. Um, we're just going to give that kid clearly a trigger. Um, like for, for, for uh, severe like torture and mental abuse. Um, and uh, yeah, the movie's, the movie's playing. Uh, Chucky manages to uh, jump off his chair and go under all that this is fun. Right, with a kitchen knife, uh, proceeds to kill people in their chairs by purely stabbing them through the ass. Yeah, um, I don't understand what's going on there because, first of all, like surely the obviously it, well, it would hurt, and if it hit you like femoral oh, yeah. artery or something in your leg, you might die. But then you would just jump out your seat. Of course you You'd would. Go, Fucking hell, what was that? Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't just sit there yeah. completely silent. Yeah completely blank face yeah. just suddenly start bleeding from the mouth and yeah. then collapse like it's terrible. It's so terrible. he's going around stabbing everyone in the cinema is he one woman considering yeah. all she's been done is stabbed up the arse literally looks like she's been in the bathroom scene from scarface <laughs> she's fucking mangled <laughs> so what's that i don't know I... I don't know and then the <laughs> the mayor falls over at one point and gets knocked out and chucky's right beside her but doesn't kill her no. And we never see her get removed, but while this Should is all season, going... She'll be in season two, I'm sure. Oh, uh, no <laughs> doubt, no why. doubt. Um, Lexi's in the back behind the screen, and that's when Junior shows up. Junior and Chucky show up. So there's another Chucky doll. Where he got that Chucky doll is beyond me, because it's not mm. the Chucky doll that's in the cinema. He didn't have it. No, he did. Sorry, he did. He he wanted one as a souvenir, and they let him have mm. one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he's in the back, and they two are trying to convince Lexi to cross over, even though we've tried this game before and it hasn't worked. Um, and then Chucky's eventually like, just kill her. Um, Listen here, you little dick. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. um, like Junior decides to kill Chucky. Why? We don't know. Um, as a redemption maybe but did this character need redeemed i don't know um but they ultimately kill each other so you can you can just stab chucky in the chest and he dies yeah i mean this kid's obviously um, heads off the chucky's and all the other ones (laughs) yeah it's like what are the rules they just make it up as they go along chucky got his head chopped off in the previous scene yeah and was still animated you know what I mean? Could still well, I don't talk. get about that as well. Like, if the if the head is controlling the body, then destroy yeah. the head. Don't yes. stop beating the body to bits with the baseball bat. Something they don't achieve anything. I don't know. It's all wrong. Um, <sighs> so yeah, so Junior's dead. Uh, meanwhile, 
<laughs> Junior, Junior is one of the best actors in it, and he's just gone onto greener pastures by the time season two happens. Yeah. <laughs> there's um, there's there's a character in. Uh, oh, you're serious? So you're saying like he has went on to bigger pastures? I don't know. I'm just assuming. Oh, like, right. he's just got a different fucking gig, and he's gone. Fuck! I'm not fucking appearing on this. He shit was anymore. apparently. Here we go. Um, so after. But before Chucky, so this, it, like, Chucky was a step down from. He's not done anything since Chucky. Uh, <laughs> right, before, so it's put him. Oh, so it's put him off the industry forever. Oh. <laughs> prior to that, he, <laughs> he apparently was doing a, like a lot of TV. He was in an right. episode of the Lethal Weapon TV show, which I never watched. Okay, never um, he was in three episodes of that uh, Ratchet. Uh, TV show, the one that's based off One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, oh, okay. oh, yeah, which once that. again never watched. Um, mm. And this is it's the okay. last thing he's credited for. But he is a young dude, which makes me wonder if he's maybe finishing school or something. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, so like he's he's out. Meanwhile, Devin and Jake are going to take on knife wielding Chucky, and mm. we get the we get the. Chucky on t- oh, this right. Someone's gonna have to explain this to me. Like you're gonna have to explain this to me. And if you don't have an answer, you're just gonna have to make this up, Andy. Um, yeah. Like Jake gets his leg sliced, falls over. Chucky jumps on top of him and has yeah. like superhuman strength. Which mm-hmm. he's like, I bet you wonder like how is this doll so strong? And I was like, actually, I'm wondering how is this doll so strong? And he keeps talking well, about D- Damios or Damios or whoever the god is that's oh Dambala, yeah. Yeah. Which we name drop a lot in this episode and we've never name dropped anywhere else. Do you know what else we're doing in this episode? We're saying via Condias a lot. (laughs) It's like he's just Don Mancini watched Point Break and then he fucking came and wrote like this episode. I don't even think they know what via Condios means. It means go with God. So why would you say via Condios, I'll see you in hell? Well (laughs) no. Yeah. So they're just, I don't, so we're, yeah, we're Viacondiosing all over the place. I think. Viacondiosing all over the place. <laughs> the, basically, right, what Jake does at this point when Chucky's on top of him is what I call pulling a lion Yeah. <laughs> from Thundercats. He's basically going, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, lion would go like, can't move. Yeah, something invisible holding me down. <laughs> like this morning, I did a lino this morning when I went. Don't want to watch, Chucky. <laughs> Got to record with Duncan though. Must get up. <laughs> well, well, while we're it, having a, a peek behind the curtain into our our, um, our lives, Viacondius is what I say when I ejaculate. It's nice. Yeah, we're Viacondius in all over the place. <laughs> all over the place, every room. Yeah. Uh, don't sit there. So, uh, Jake's <laughs> pulling a lion out. It doesn't make any sense. No, you're right, Jake. It doesn't make any sense while Chucky has got so much strength. But it's the power of whatever deity. The power deity. of Dambala. Yeah, yeah, whatever deity is. like. Give but that, the power, that power, I beg of you. Yeah, but that power apparently is... Like as soon as you, it's like, this is like the end of Nightmare on Elm Street. As soon as you don't believe it has power, it has no power, because the like Jake disarms him, literally lifts him off the ground and strangles him so hard that his eyeballs pop out of his skull. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, right. Fine. Um. And 
we then go to the outside scenes of everyone kind of trying to reconcile the horrible shit that they've been through. The fact that Junior is now dead. The fact that the mayor's husband, Nathan, is now dead. Um, and it looks like the dolls are about to get away. And then all of a sudden, Andy, who's still alive, smacks the driver over the back of the head, jumps in the mm -hmm. van, gives the kids the thumbs up. Um, and then starts to drive away and Tiff sees him because uh, she's going to get away with Nika uh, she seems a bit angry Andy's like happy everything's coming up Andy he's in the car and then all of a sudden there's a smash in the window behind him and the Tiff doll's there with a gun um, and she's like do you know who I am or whatever and he's like oh do you not the way I thought you would look um, and then they drive off into the sunset no doubt for season two um mm -hmm. and then we get like <laughs> i shouldn't laugh we get a, a scene at the cemetery where we are yeah. only putting flowers on jake's family's tombstones uh, of which their names are there but no dates and no loving mem uh, messages uh, probably because we didn't have time um probably quite so expensive getting a tombstone like it's crazy, chiseled out the mansion. engraved oh yeah of course he has yeah but the money is these house poor though and it's all tied <laughs> up <in that. laughs> he's eating spam um yeah. so it's beans and toast for the next year uh like so <laughs> um yeah they're there the the fucking science teacher is just creepily at the back of the cemetery just staring at these kids um and... Like fucking Amanda Kruger at the end. Yeah. Night <laughs> run on Street Three. Come and say hello, you weirdo. Standing over there for. And they're like, yeah, together as f our friendship won out. Because friends. Um, Yay. And yeah, then we jump to probably my favourite thing in the entire entire show, which is Chucky sitting in front of a roaring fire with a blanket over him. Given you, what's that from? I'm I sure. Know, I have no idea. There's a there's a film that's got a scene, and it and it's and I think it's by the guy that's like doing the ghost story at the beginning of the fog, and he's sat oh, yeah. there by a fire <laughs> in a red coat. It's ba it's riffing on something. I can't remember what it's from. Uh, no, that everything's riffing on everything in this TV yeah, show. Is, um, yeah, but like Chucky gives me the cliff notes of essentially all the best bits of this entire tv show which took me many hours to get through um yeah. and he managed to do a kill minute. montage in a minute which i would much rather have watched i <laughs> would recommend really anyone that's interested in the show is just watch that just watch the montage um that'll do you but uh yeah so we, we get through all that and then he's like but what about those chucky dolls and andy and tiff well and then we get a clip of Nika waking up um, and Tiff speaking to her, it's okay now, you know, I've had to do some things to, to make sure that Chucky doesn't come through anymore, but you're all mine. Camera pulls back. She has basically been amputated. She has no legs or no arms. I mean, I mm. imagine the no legs thing is not going to annoy her that much because it didn't work. Uh, but the no yeah. arms thing seems a bit brutal. Um, and yeah, and so who's she, done this operation, by the way? I'm assuming like jennifer tilly who is also in real life master surgeon a master surgeon must be uh you know like famed doll collector and master surgeon jennifer tilly um so... she's got a lot of strings to her bow <laughs> isn't she 
amazing rack as well um so yeah and that's that's the end of this one this this last episode was a mess enjoyable in bits though you know like there are bits where like i got like my scene of all the characters i wanted to see together i got some jokes that kind of worked for me yes the ending was stupid and yes we've missed like several opportunities to kill off jake which feels like we should have done this. Um, Do you know what? We didn't really fully address the, um, the the thing I texted you about last night. And basically, the the it, Jake trying to be like badass. Yeah. Well, there's two things. Oh, Jake trying God. to be badass and Jake yeah. also thinking that Devin's died in the Hiroshima bomb. Um, where he's like, oh my, the love of my life is dead. <laughs> oh man, he's I bad. must squeeze... A testicle to this kid, right? Is must have had grown up with a fucking silver spoon in his mouth. He's got to be a rich kid who's never experienced any (laughs) because he's got like it's like he can't actually relate to anything that's going on in this show to the point where he's got nothing to draw from. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of the best actors in the world have got issues, like you know, they're, they're a lot of. The, you know some of the greatest actors that we've got are definitely kind of troubled people who can yeah. draw on their own like anguish and you know they can really draw out a good performance from you know things that terrible things that have probably happened to them throughout their life which is you know you wouldn't wish that on anyone but it does bring out it does allow people to be able to give incredible performances jake he just, he, he just can't he can't attain like any level of anything when he's trying to act yeah. And I'm sure there are amazing actors out there that have had really great lives and nothing happened to them and can still convince you that, you know, that they can kind they can kind of go to these dark places. But this kid, man, fuck, this he can't act. Guy. He he can't do anything. He all he does is look confused. Like yeah. he can't he can't like do the romance bit, he can't be a badass, he can't he just looks confused. <laughs> that, that's all that's all he can do and i don't really understand like who which kids didn't get the job you know like if he is the one that they picked who the fuck did they turn down well i think it's in part in part i like, don't know he, how he got the job i don't know i don't know how i'd love to see the audition he's done because like he's in mum and dad i haven't seen oh no i have seen that yeah the nicholas yeah, no, no, i don't remember i don't remember him being kid. in that so right he's a kid in that i think that's the thing i think He's so bland that you forget he's been in things. And yeah. I think on some level, from a selling point of the TV show, they can say, you know, the kid from mum and dad's in this. Like, I, I think mm. that's where they went down. There's obviously, there's a budgetary thing for sure. It's sci-fi. They can't really afford much in the way of... Good actors. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Although the weird thing about it is they did manage to get... And I, I, I do want to double down on this one. They did manage to get Devin Sawa in it, and he is a yeah. good actor. Um, yeah. So he is here. He's not... It was the most convincing thing about the previous episode. Um, so they did get him in at least. So I don't know. It feels... It feels like a missed opportunity. But you put everyone out. Everyone else is passable, though. Yeah. Like, there's no one else in it that's a particularly bad actor. Right? There's no one that's particularly like outstanding. There's going to no one's winning any awards for this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like all the side characters and all the supporting characters are, are fairly good <laughs> actors. So how is your fucking main like lead focus so fucking bad? 
Fucking hell, man. I, I just, my head was wanting to explode with cringe. I stand it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my ultimate thing that I came away from, and we touched on it just a little bit earlier there, is I don't know what the point of the TV show is. Like, I, I, like, no. I, I, like even the thing is, the previous two Don Mancini movies, I kind of understood by the end of it, like when we did um, Cursor Chucky, him bringing mm. that character back and doing what he was yeah. doing with it was kind of cool. Cult of Chucky made sense to an extent, maybe up until the end, but it still kind of worked for me. He was tormenting a new person, um, mm. so that worked. This TV show just feels bloated. Well, um, here's a question for yeah, you. Go for it. Obviously, we have to do this whole corrupt and innocent thing, mm-hmm. but in Curse of Chucky, you're just putting your soul into the ch- good guy dolls just willy-nilly. Yeah. Just easy. You don't even have to be near him. Like in the previous episode, he's transferred his soul into a good guy doll through a fucking window. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so why do we need to corrupt an innocent? Why can't you just get this mass of Chucky dolls and just fucking spend 10 minutes doing your incantations and all of a sudden they're all possessed? It's a, that's a very good question, Andy. Inconsistent again, just bad fucking writing, just just changing the rules because you need. It's to the stakes, fucking... isn't it? It's ultimately they're trying to raise the stakes, but in raising the stakes, they once again create questions that I think massive the plot holes. The, the show will never answer. Um, I'm mm. curious about season two purely because, like I say, I have heard season two is better than season one, and I've heard yeah. they really lean into the camp. Which is what I want. Well, that's kind of what yeah. I thought I was getting. Yeah, pick a fucking lane. I'd be happy if it was just pure camp. I could, I could cope with that. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Um, but overall, I mean, as a season of TV went, it was, it was really mediocre. Um, mm-hmm. I like with with flashes of stuff that I thought was kind of fun, but for the most yep. part, pretty frustrating to watch and forcing me to sit with actors are just not are up to the cut of what they should be and whenever mm. they're put against like, like we said whenever you're given the franchise regulars you realize why you like you endear yourself to characters like jennifer tilly or fiona yeah. duriff or brad duriff's voice acting um those are the those are the things that kind of make me excited we got more of it towards the end of the season which was a bonus and very little at the beginning of the season, which was a bit of a mm. struggle for me. Yeah. Um, on this final episode, I would give it a three. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I couldn't go above a three, though. Which is weird, because when we started off the TV show, I think I gave at least one episode a 3.5. Um, mm. And we never reached the lofty heights of that uh, all the way through. So, three for me. What about yourself, Andy? Yeah, I remember this being <laughs> far better than it was. <laughs> Um, and it's because like there's a good 15 minutes that are fucking great. Yeah. Like as stupid as the Chucky Army thing is, because like you say, it gets to the point now where how uh, I don't really know how they. I mean, I guess they've got to try and defeat all of this army of Chucky's for the show to have any kind of direction. But yeah, like for me, like that is 
that's the most intriguing thing about season two. I just want to see what happens with these army of Chucky's. Um, they, they've like T- Jennifer Tilly now has made reference to Glenn and Glenda, so they're going to be in season two in human be. form. Yeah. Um, so that's great because it is more characters. Um, but yeah, it's weird because I, like I said before, I binged watch this episode uh, this season the first time I watched it. I think like it didn't seem as much of a drag. I don't know if that kind of even makes sense because surely it would be more of a drag if you like watching one after the other. But it yeah. just didn't seem as as laborious as like watching watching it, waiting a couple of weeks, watching it again. And I think there's just so much filler in all of these fucking episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I I kind of I, I actually let out a fucking groan when I saw that this was nearly an hour. This final one. <laughs> Because there are some episodes of like certain TV shows where like the final episode is like extra long. Mm-hmm. I remember um, watching, I think this is England 90. Like you've got one episodes one, two, and three, which I think are a television hour. So probably like with the adverts taking out probably like 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, fucking hell, they've got so much to do in this final episode. How the fuck are they going to do it in like, an, in like 50 minutes? And basically, it was on for about an hour 40 on the mm-hmm. telly. So I think about maybe an hour 25, so almost like a fucking movie length. And when I saw that it was like a fucking film, I was like, oh, yes. Like, I'm That's so excited. Best, like, yeah. yeah, brilliant. And I'm sure there's been other episodes of TV shows where, you know, it's like some, I think like the last episode of True Detective might be like extra long, I think, yeah. from what I remember. Um, yeah, but when I saw that this was like 55 minutes, I kind of went, oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is not the reaction you should be getting if you're enjoying the show. I'm clearly like just kind of scraping by. And like, yeah, there's a, there is a brilliant 15 minutes. Like when they're all sat, like Devon Jr., Jennifer Tilly, fucking Tiff, whoever it's meant to be, yeah. Nika, and the army of Chuckies. And there's like a whole interplay with like arm, like Chucky kind of riling the troops. Like rallying, so like rallying the troops. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, like the conversation, you know, like you never guess how much, you won't believe how much tail I get like this. Like that's funny. Like human, human Nika Chucky meeting the doll. Like it's there's some good stuff in there, but then there's a good half an hour of just again, you're like ah, oh. just like you say, you're picking up your phone. I think you yeah. said like before we started recording, like you're reaching for your phone. There's more interesting stuff that might have come through on your email instagram like i'm just check like i'm just bored yeah. i'm really just fucking bored um so i can't give it any more than a three perfect this episode because yeah it, it's just um it's just too much fucking filler the, the whole season to be honest they could have done it in about five episodes max they could have done, done it in a yeah. in a really like a two-hour film and yeah. it, the, some of these episodes do not need to be nearly an hour i mean it, obviously like a te- like <sighs> fucking hell if we're doing an hour like if it was on telly with adverts and stuff we're talking like about an hour 15 minutes in america yeah. sat in front of your fucking telly watching this yeah taking the piss <laughs> just yeah. i think like i haven't watched it yet but i think like the season finale of the last of us is only about 40 minutes yeah so yeah like i think it's a bit like when he um that film tusk is like nearly oh. two hours and it's like you've got a fucking nerve you like watch a film <laughs> like two hours you got your fucking mind how fucking dare you kevin it is though i kind of think that like because you know you watch a film like ghostbusters yeah like the amount that they pack into that 
Yeah, and the runtime is nuts. In, yeah. in the runtime, it's like a whole setup of them like getting together as the Ghostbusters. Like they're not even the Ghostbusters when that movie. Yeah, starts. it's a full origin story and like a defeating of a major villain in about an hour and forty. Yeah, which doesn't make it's... sense how you can do that where every other Marvel movie where we're introducing a superhero and the destruction of a villain takes like two and a half hours. Oh my god! I can go. Uh, I, I tell you, I did my first. We did our first ever cinema walkout when I went to went to watch Black Panther two. I I have not seen. I, I you didn't tell me that, but I have not seen Black Panther two because I found okay. Black Panther mediocre. Um, I actually didn't I'm not mind the audience. It. I, I, I'm not the audience I, for it, dude. I'm not the audience yeah, for it. I mean, I don't like Marvel movies really. I I actually don't really understand how they keep getting made because I think some of them are so fucking badly written. It actually kind of blows my mind that they've managed to churn out about a hundred of these things. But like, I actually didn't mind Black Panther. I thought it was it was quite different from the other Marvel movies. And there's a couple, aren't there, that are really good? Like the original Iron Man's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling to think of any other. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, uh, like Man of Steel. I think that's DC. But like, man, I really like Man of Steel. I know it kind of got a bit panned, but. I, I really like it. There's just certain ones where the like the origin story for me is the most interesting bit. I actually think like the first hour of Man of Steel is is the best bit about it, just kind of the origin story. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther kind of did that, and I was kind of on board with it. So I thought, yeah, we'll go and watch the second one in the cinema. Um, I think like we got to about two hours. It was absolutely <laughs> fucking terrible. And I kind of like went on my phone and saw that it had like 50 minutes left, and I said to Rachel. <laughs> Like I went, I kind of whispered to this. So there's 50 minutes left of this, and she went, "Do you want to go?" And I went, "Yeah, let's fucking go." <laughs> and I think the like, and people were kind of looking at us a bit, got, like gone out when we got up and left, almost as if, "Oh God, why are you leaving?" Yeah. And it's like, why are you staying? Yeah, why are you staying? Like, <laughs> fuck. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, like these Marvel films now that run, some of them clock in at nearly three hours. I mean, I, we went to watch Black Adam, and oh my. God, yeah. I only went to watch it because I kind of like The Rock and Rach wanted to see it. Mm. And so it's like, yeah, come on, then let's go and watch it. Let's go and give some fucking money to the, uh, you know, to the, to the cinema world. And oh God, that was fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but I think that was almost like about two and a half hours. So yeah, it's, it's almost this thing of like, like, you know, I don't need to feel like I've got my money's worth from a, from a, like, a duration point of view of yeah. a movie. If you give me a quality movie that's an hour 20, I'll walk out the cinema happy that I've paid you my 20 quid to go and see that film. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to drag it out for three hours to make me feel like I've got my money's worth. Just just give me a quality product. And it's that. And I don't really understand with this one. Like, I understand if you've got a TV slot to fill, yeah. that we've got a consistent, like, 45 minutes each episode. But these vary, like, quite dramatically from, like, 35 to 55 minutes. So if you've not got like a schedule to fill i don't know why we're dragging some of these out to, to the length that we're dragging them out for and adding all this filler content that doesn't need to be there when some of your episodes are like only about half an hour each yeah i don't know why we're doing that so i really hope they've kind of maybe they tie it up in season two and some of them are shorter because it's the filler stuff that I, i'm really struggling with I agree, I agree. I think um, we'll see how we get on. What we're going to do is we're going to take a, a month break, though, just so we can 
recoup. Yeah, recharge, and then we're going to yeah. come back and we're going to tackle season two. I believe season two has another two, four, six, eight episodes. Um, yeah. And episode number one is called Halloween Two. Uh, which we did quite like that and Halloween episode. Going to be so. set in a hospital then. <laughs> okay. um, all I know is the synopsis is written here is after his evil plan to invade America's children's hospitals was foiled, the demon doll now seeks revenge on those he holds responsible, including his ex-girlfriend Tiffany. Okay. That's literally not, all I know. Not Jennifer Tilly. Okay. Well, I yeah. I got about twenty minutes in. I can't remember anything about it. Other than that, Jake's had a haircut. Because <laughs> oh, um, yeah. his hair his hair annoys me. So maybe that's like one good thing about it that he's had a haircut. Because I think it, everything about him annoys me. It's like <laughs> I watched the man with the golden gun yesterday. Uh-huh. And that little fella that yep. he's got on his island. First of all, if I had the amount of money Scaramanga had, I'd get better help. I don't know why. You, I don't know why you're keeping him around. Everything I think it's a challenge. I think it's because he's mischievous and he's like kind of working against him a lot of yeah. the time. I think that's the challenge. Is he's picked someone that keeps him on his toes. But you know, just because he's such a little bit, a little vindictive, horrible little shit in that. Yeah. It just gets to the point where just everything annoys me. Like his haircut annoys me. The way he throws things is annoying. Like you know, like when you get to that point where you just can't stand someone, everything they do just annoys <laughs> you. The, the, the cop and the big Lebowski. It's like I hear you. Yeah. I hate your jerk off face. I hate your jerk off clothes. Yeah. yeah well, they Jake's a bit like that for me. Off. Like I hate his jerk off stupid haircut. <laughs> Fucking stupid haircut. So yeah, he's, he, maybe he'll be less annoying in season two with that. He's annoying, fucking mop of a haircut. But we'll see. We'll see when we get to it. Anyway, thank you very much though for joining us um, in this run through of season one of Chucky. We will be back in just over a month's time to do it all over again. And then it turns out these get released in December, so we will have a long break before I imagine we have yeah. to do okay. Child's Play three. Um, it's it's a weird one because like. I know people probably listening to this are going to like throw the criticism at us. Look, it's just the Chucky TV show. Andy, you especially need to, to, to calm down. <laughs> like you're getting too annoyed. But for me, like just because it's a Chucky TV show and it's camp and it's like you know it's silly. Of course, it's silly. Yeah. For me, it, there is no excuse for some of the terrible writing choices that's, in the show. The, like, I don't yeah. care, uh, you know, that it's a Chucky show. You're right. That's that. No that to me, the most cynical way to write something is to take a character that's beloved by a subset and then just throw it in there and just expect goodwill. Um, mm-hmm. Which is kind of what I feel here. I feel that Don Mancini, as the creator of Chucky. Um, is is not is not really doing what he should be doing with the character, and that you know I get a bit uh, that's a bit troublesome at me because I feel what we could be doing is something far more interesting, and there are flashes of it in this mm, TV that's show. The where thing. I'm like, there are yeah. hints that yeah. they, yeah, that, but it's almost like it feels like it's been written by committee. This, yeah, yeah, there's it, a lot of that feel- as well. It feels like there's a whole team of writers. Some of them are good. Some of them are shit. There's loads of inconsistencies. They haven't really sat down and talked about whether it's Jennifer Tilly or Tiff. And it's almost, and I almost feel like they kind of think, ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's only a tricky TV show. Nobody will care. Mm. I almost think they're kind of 
I don't know whether like the lackluster writing is just because they kind of think that nobody watching will give a shit and maybe maybe people don't maybe I'm in the fucking minority that like it's this stuff's bothering me to the point where like it's turning me completely off it but I don't know maybe they'll pick it up in season two maybe they'll read some of the notice boards maybe they'll read some criticisms and yeah we'll or maybe see. they've just got it all out their system there's a, yeah. there's another part of me that feels like like sometimes when you're making the transition into TV you just don't really know how to do it and now they've got one behind their back they can yeah because there are certain new. TV shows like where obviously films the, the first one's often great then they get dramatically worse like TV shows tend to be the other way around like the first season can be great but they like they've trying to really find their stride in like seasons two and three don't they like really yeah. develop the characters there's stuff like Dexter, Hannibal. Definitely. Listing off some fucking good shows there to compare to this <laughs> tricky book. But, you know, some shows that, like, the first season's brilliant, but this next season's, like, they really go for it. So maybe, like, and then there are shows where the first season's not great, but they do really, you know, improve as the season goes on. Yeah. So maybe this will be one of them. We'll see. Um, I like, I hope it does, because... I've, I've signed on for a third one now. Yeah, so. yeah well, you, you kind of have to know. So. Yeah, so <laughs> let's see. Let's fingers crossed. It'll take us somewhere good. Cool. Right, Andy, would you like to say goodbye to the listeners, please? Yeah, bye, listeners. Thank you for listening to my rants. <laughs> and every everyone needs to do a lie, you know, at some point today. Yep. Just whatever it is you're doing. Can't make the dinner. <laughs> saucepan. Saucepan too heavy. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my final break of this episode. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I'm going to take my final break of this episode. When I come back, I'm closing it out and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This, of course, has been episode 343 with reviews of the Chucky TV series 1, episode 7 and 8. And that concludes our first series coverage. We will, of course, be doing the the rims on season 2. We're giving ourselves a little break. We'll be back in just over a month's time. And we'll be rolling on the, I believe, 8 episodes of that as well. And of course it's been renewed for a third. Which means that somewhere next year we'll be doing season 3 as well. Big thanks to my guest Andy Blockley for his continued support. And also for flagging this one up to me. I mean, it was a rough ride at times, but I'm still glad that I watched it because it meant that I got to open a present that someone had purchased for me and actually made the way through it. Now, there is a multitude of ways to check out this show here, this podcast, and that is by subscribing whatever you're listening to right now or, you know, subscribing to our sister feed, which also helps the Teapots Collective. Whatever you listen to podcasts, we are there. We're also on YouTube um, under Teapots Cast. That's our channel name, so you can go across and support us there as well. Um, you can jump across to our website, tputzcast.com. Links to all the shows are there. There's also a show called Joss's Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts, which is about to make its way to video format. It's going to become a video podcast as of the end of the second week in April. We are officially moving into trying to record monthly, and that content is going to be much more fun, and trust me, it's much better in the video format. So Joss's Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts, exclusively available on tputzcast.com. Okie dokie, 
What about uh, talking about the Facebooks? Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Cast gets you the podcast under the stairs. Teaputs Collective is Facebook.com forward slash Cast. And lastly, Jaws's shit can be found at Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Regrettable Pod. Swinging into the Instas and the Twitters, our twin prongs of social media sexiness can be reached at Cast for both. The podcast under the stairs returns to your feeds, ladies and gents, this Sunday, 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 with the return of the Arrow video assortment. Tons of titles to get through this year. Very much looking forward to finding out what the randomizer gives us. So until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off. <laughs>